Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. That's the show with the awful name of the awesome guest. I'm John Yacoub, and I'm joined today by Priscilla May. Priscilla is the CFO of California Real Estate Resources. She previously served on the board of Tri-Counties Association of Realtors, and she's currently pursuing her passion for acquiring and obtaining investment properties and developing short-term vacation rentals. And she's also known for occasionally kicking butt on Fortnite. Priscilla, how are you doing? I'm doing well, John. Thank you. Well, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I look forward to it. So, you know, what, I'm not really as hip as, as you are, apparently. What does it mean to, uh, to get the dub in Fortnite? <laughs> it means to win a, a round or a match. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you do that regularly, I assume. Well, yeah, that's, that's the point. That's the point. Gotcha. So, and, and again, part of why I wanted to talk with you, especially now, is that uh, we are seeing a big shift in like the economic face of the United States. And then we're seeing these, this gig economy come up, including uh, the side of the gig economy that has to deal with short-term vacation rentals. Uh, you know, for those of you like who out there who aren't very familiar, Priscilla, can you explain what exactly is a short-term vacation rental? Yeah, well, essentially, if you've heard of platforms like HomeAway, VRBO, or Airbnb, uh, there's they're kind of subletting your home for a short period of time to travelers uh so instead of someone staying at a hotel um they might stay at your rental unit some people rent out a portion of their home a casita or even a a solitary bedroom uh, that can be booked and generally the prices are cheaper than hotels that's not true in every market but it's it's kind of what it sounds like. You're short-term renting a real estate property. Okay. And, and previously that was not as commonly done, of course, as it is now. It wasn't that accessible. You would usually see them being managed by either uh, some very niche hobbyist owners or uh, by professional organizations or realtors. Is that right? Correct. Uh, VRBO has existed for a while, but Airbnb actually made the most headway in this sector of short-term rentals uh, just due to their platform, the accessibility of it, and definitely the mentality being more open to the idea of staying in someone's home as you travel. All right. And why do you you have an opinion as to why that is, why like Airbnb really took off? I heard you say the platform, like the one that it was easy. Yeah. uh, The platform is user-friendly. There's also an app which people can book things on the go. uh, That's not, consistent with all hotel chains. I think another factor would be why people host is it's an additional stream of income, uh, a revenue stream that can help pay a portion of your rent or mortgage, if not cover it all. And I think there's also been this push with social media and whatnot to have cultural experiences while traveling. And people don't feel that they get the same local experience in a hotel that can feel more sterile as they do staying, you know, in the heart of the city in someone's home and, you know, where, where the life is, so to speak. I see. So then I'm hearing that it's really created this more um, accessible, organic, uh, down to earth experience for people. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it does. And, and I just want to assure everybody, no, this is not an ad for Airbnb. I would love, <laughs> I'd love to get that sponsorship money, but no, but, and that's, yeah, and there are other options out there, but so, so tell me, why did you get involved in, in developing and managing vacation rentals? It actually was a, a crazy random happenstance uh, when I had moved back to LA or the Los Angeles metro area from Georgia. Some friends of mine wanted to try it out by renting out their pool house. And I was utterly skeptic, not sure it would work. And it was met with immediate success. And I'm talking about within the first few hours receiving a myriad of bookings. So as soon as that happened, you know, there's kind of this light bulb that went off in my head is, hey, there's, we're on to something here, you know. And, and then the rest was history. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Now, what, what, let's say that I am a, I'm a homeowner and I've got a back unit or I've got, a, I've got a rental property that I'd like to experiment with doing that short-term vacation rental thing. What are some important considerations that you'd recommend I take into, into account? Oh, first and foremost, checking to see your local legislation regarding short-term rentals and the requirements uh, so that you're able to meet them. There are some cities where it's banned entirely, uh, Anaheim, California being one of them, since it's a main hub for Disney and, uh, you know, Disney fought hard against short-term vacation rentals. Uh, but if it is allowable and you understand the terms, I would say after that, do your research on you know proper pricing kind of understand what you're getting into a great website for that is airdna.com that's a-i-r-d-n-a.com and uh, i believe it lets you search a few times for free you can put in your address and see what the demand on an airbnb is uh, the average rental rate and the average rate of occupancy Uh, there's so many other sites that just a simple Google search will take you to, to kind of find out what you need to begin hosting. And I would encourage everyone to do as much research as possible, ask other hosts, you know, find forums, and also look at, uh, look at the other websites. Air- Airbnb is no longer the only great platform out there. There's actually quite a few. Some of them focus on traveling nurses. Some of them focus on just, you know, vacationers while others, kind of cater to entrepreneurs who travel for a bit longer period. So the internet is the greatest resource in, in this regard. Okay. I'll, I'll look into this internet thing you mentioned. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, and then let's take it a step further. Now let's say I, I maybe I have a vacation rental or I, I'm determined to, to, to put one out there. Now you actually have a very successful vacation rental or multiple, but you, you've had very, a lot of success. I understand that maybe even Airbnb has made you a super host and featured one of your properties. Is that correct? Yeah. On the Airbnb platform, uh, not just a super host, but have an Airbnb plus listing, which is actually certified by Airbnb where they send one of their employees to check out the listing and verify that it is up to their standards. Uh, Also, I have been interviewed by Airbnb about uh, the marketing strategy behind the properties, and that's been featured on their blog. So I have been met with, you know, fortunately great success with that platform, and I am beginning my foray into the others, which has been interesting so far. Okay. And so are, are they all as accessible as the one you've worked with so far? 
They're definitely becoming so. And I, I think a little bit of competition helps any, any market to grow, uh, both in, in pricing and better prices offered to the consumer, as well as technology, uh, because there's, you know, the competition is there. So it's, it's worth keeping an eye on. And I wouldn't limit, I would never limit myself to one. Okay. And so let me ask this then, how do you make sure you've got a precious, you know, property, how do you make sure that it doesn't get wrecked by the people who are staying there? Because I know that's a very regular concern from people mm. who aren't that familiar yet. Uh, there's quite a few steps you can take. One of the most obvious being uh, vet people up front have questions, uh, you know, what, why are you coming to stay in the area? Is everyone over the age of 18? Um, these are questions in short-term rentals you're allowed to ask. Um, another question that I would, you know, one of the things I require people to do is to register every single one of the guests. And I believe that provides a certain level of accountability. In common areas, uh, as long as it's not inside the private sector of the property, you are allowed to have surveillance. Uh, so that's something a, a person might consider. And in my personal experience, this isn't going to be the same for everyone, but with all of these proper vetting and security measures that uh, we have on the property, I have found short-term rentals to be actually less arduous of, um, you know, a pursuit and to wear less on the property than long-term rentals. Um, I, you know, you're, you're able to see the state of the property every few days, essentially, by going into it. Whereas with a long-term rental, you may not see inside your unit for a year, you know, six months, a year, two years, maybe. It depends on how, how proactive you are. So, uh, you know, it, and I think establishing with the guests up front that you're a host that cares about their property uh, sets that precedent throughout their stay. I see. So now let's say that maybe a person has a vacation rental, a short-term vacation rental, but they may not want to manage it themselves. And now they're seeing that a lot of these property managers who handled the long-term stuff are rebuilding themselves also as short-term property managers. If you were to look at a, a manager who wanted to manage my short-term property rental, what, what indicators, key indicators would you look for to make sure that they seem to know what they're doing and not just trying to get in on the ground floor on, on a big trend? Uh, their their price point is one. Any short term property manager that charges less than thirty percent, I would you know call bogus. It is much more comprehensive of a job. So if someone's offering, you know, a, a more long term property management fee of anywhere from eight to fifteen percent, I would question if they're going to do a service uh, to the 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 rental. Uh, you it is a twenty four seven demand. Um, you're not, you're not demanded in the same way as a hotel concierge or whatnot, but it is a property. And if something goes wrong, you want to be accessible. So I would ask the property management company what their accessibility is, you know, uh, how they handle emergency situations, how much they charge for things like lockouts. Um, and also, I, I can't stress enough, just, you know, kind of test out uh, their problem solving skills and how coherent they are in explaining, you know, how to handle something to a guest is, is important. So definitely having the ability to articulate things succinctly and clearly is important. 
Okay. So just making sure that, uh, that they have those answers ready for you, especially then. Like it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, that's a pretty quick vetting process just to see how, you know, how they're handling it by asking those questions, the, you know, how much they charge, how accessible are they, and uh, how clearly and concisely can they handle issues as they arrive with the guests. All right. And then uh, one of my last questions would be, uh, tell us a little bit about maybe one of your best performing units. Like what, 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 what was it like to develop it? You know, what is, you know, what is the unit first? Uh, so uh, just to highlight, one of the properties is four units in the Midtown area of Atlanta. It's a few blocks away from Pond City Market, which is a tourist attraction, Piedmont Park, which is Atlanta Central Park, as well as other amenities that are highly desirable. So the Airbnbs exist in that area. And for me, it's been, I don't even want to say a labor of love because it doesn't even feel like it's been um, just laborious in any capacity. Uh, I've enjoyed going in and, and doing light renovations to the property. So it could be just replacing electric receptacles, some light plumbing work, painting, uh, restoration of fireplaces and things of that nature. And the design is just fun. Uh, it's, it's one of the reasons why I love real estate is being able to look at a property and bring it up to its fullest potential, or I guess pro forma, if you want to use real estate terms. And uh, it's something that, you know, you and a partner can, can handle, you and a friend, you and the family, and just kind of, I really love when people come up with a theme that stays consistent throughout the property. And once you have that, I find it's a lot easier to market the listing and to find the decor that you want. And, and it's just an exciting process to see it all come together. You, you see the fruits of your labor almost immediately. All right. Sounds exciting. You've got me sold then. Yeah. Well, hey, if you want to buy one in Georgia, I know a good realtor out there. Okay. Right on. And, uh, and lastly, Priscilla, I, I'm sure you know a little bit about how we run things here in the show. I do have uh, I do have a little bit of a tradition here. I'm going to share my screen. If you would deliver your uh, most dramatic delivery of, of uh, this quote, uh, quote right here by Mark Twain. Clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Lots of gusto there. So uh, Priscilla, thanks for telling us more about uh, just short-term vacation rentals. Thank you for your time today. And, uh, and thank you for, uh, for serving on the Trico board. We appreciate it. Great, John. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one.